This is a Food Bar Radio podcast. Newsish with Sean Walsh and Mark Simmons on Food Radio. Hello, you are listening to the News-ish show. I'm, of course, Sean Walsh, joined, as always, by Mark Simmons. Hello, Sean. Go. Coming up, we'll be looking at the front pages of the broadsheets, the main headlines. Uh, then Mark will be looking into the top tabloid news this week. That will be followed by Mark Simmons' joke of the week. Mark will be doing a topical one-liner. That will be followed by local gossip. We'll be talking to my mum about her local gossip. And then Mark will be reading out his newsletter to find out the latest in uh, Wheelbarrow Town. Uh, in between that, I forgot to mention, my dad will be telling us the latest in sport. And then we will be talking to our special guest Tom Lucy who will be giving us the weather but first it's save it for the radio show this is the section of the show where myself and Mark talk about stuff that we decided to save for the radio Mm. now it's a special section this week because last week Mark ended up on a tangent where he opened up about some dreams that he's had that he's experienced yes Mm. very odd and we wanted to find out a little bit more about these dreams and what they might have meant. So we've got with us special guest, dream expert, Ian Wallace. Good afternoon, Ian. Hey, Sean. Hey, Mark. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, how are you? I'm very good too, thanks. Thank you for coming thanks on for the asking. show. Yeah, um, thanks for the invitation. It's all right. So basically what happened is uh, Mark ended up on a tangent and he went into some detail about this dream. Mark, do you want to explain to Ian the dream? Hi, Ian. Hey, Mark. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. So, uh, so basically, I have this one quite a lot, and uh, it's I'm in in my house, and it's not always my house. It could be sort of other houses, uh, and there's sort of people. It's sort of un- I'm under siege, and they're coming in. And to start with, I'm sort of trying to like uh, hide, and then eventually I end up outside the house, like running away from them, and then it just keeps going until I wake up. Yeah, that's a great remark. So it sounds quite scary, but it's actually really powerful and positive. Mm. So the the number one dream symbol worldwide that everyone uses is the house, and we use it to represent ourselves, Mark, because houses have got insides and outsides, and so do we. Mm. So when you dream that you're in your house, Mark, even though it's not your house, it's something to do with your identity, how you feel that you're showing up in waking life. And in this house, when it's not your house, Mark, is it a big house, a small house? What size of house is it? It's quite a big house. Yeah. So I'm not doing any kind of daily mail stuff here trying to find the property price. I just want to get an idea <laughs> of how you perceive your identity. What so it's you quite a big... Big house? Is it sort of what? Three-bedroom, bungalow, what? It's quite like a country house with big, big rooms. That's your house. But you live in the country and you have big rooms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, sorry. Go on, Ian. <laughs> yeah, so good to do a bit of property identification there. So if it's a big house, Mark, with lots of rooms, then it suggests that you have a big identity and you've got lots of aspects to your identity. All the rooms in the house represent different parts of your character. So the kitchen's how you look after yourself and other people, the bedroom's where you're most relaxed, but home with yourself and so on. So what you're doing, Mark, there's something in your waking life where you're reflecting on your identity and um, how you can inhabit that identity and really embody it in the way you want to. But you feel that your identity is under siege in some way. And it's probably because in waking life, you feel that you have to show up in a certain way to keep other people happy mm. and try and win their approval. So you're trying to win other people's approval, and that's why you're under siege. So you're trying to defend mm. yourself against that. You're trying to defend your own needs and your own identity. But you feel that you have to collaborate and just make compromises and try and fit in. 
That's very interesting because Mark is, I don't know if you know, Mark is a comedian. His job is to go and try and please people and, ma and make them like him. Yeah. So, so that's exactly what's happening oh, with wow. your dream, Mark. And, and then you go into hiding. So is your on-stage persona, Mark, a bit different from your normal persona? Uh, yeah, a little bit, I suppose. Slightly yeah. more intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> from your number one fan and agent there, Sean. <laughs> yeah. So, so with that, so there's some part of your talent, probably, Mark, that you're hiding from the audience. So this suggests that you've got something that could make you an even better comedian by tapping into that mm. and you but you but you run away from it and running away or being chased is the number one most common dream so we said the house was the dream symbol but the most common dream event is running away and it's all about when you're following a pursuit in waking life because a pursuit means chasing something or being chased mm. so in your pursuit of being a great comedian mark there's probably some part of your talent you're hiding and mm. rather than trying to please other people and feeling a bit under siege and a bit under pressure you need to connect with that talent and then use that as a fundamental part of your performance in waking life. Wow, wow. thank Blimey. you for that. Ian. Now, you talked about common dreams there. I, um, me and Mark, actually, it came out in last week's episode that we had the same dream. Now, th I think this, I think this is probably obvious, uh, obviously about anxiety. But we both have a dream where I'll give you mine in a detailed. I'll give you a more detailed description. I'm looking out my bedroom window, and I've had this since I was a child. My bedroom window in Brighton, and we lived on top of a hill. And a tidal wave is coming over Brighton and, and heading towards my house. Now, it never actually gets me, but it's total destruction. <laughs> uh, Mark, you have the same dream? I, I have tidal waves quite a lot, yeah. So tidal waves coming at us. Yeah, so, so this is a really, really common dream. And, and even for people who don't live near the sea or have had any experience of the sea, so I, I've done some dream analysis with people who, are, who stay in Kyrgyzstan and in Mongolia, in the far west of China who have never seen the sea but they have the same dream wow. and the way the reason for that is that we use imagery to express our emotions and what a dream is is a fundamental way of processing all the emotions that you experience during the day and most of it happens unconsciously so you're trying to process these emotions and you do that using images and one of the fundamental images is water so we use water to symbolize feelings and emotions. And that's why we've got idioms like, I'm at a low ebb, or I'm pouring my heart out, or floods of tears, yes. or all that sort of thing. So when you create a dream with that tsunami, then you have this feeling that there's going to be this big emotional change in your life, or you're concerned about this big sweeping emotion that's going to sweep you away and maybe change things completely in your life and you're trying to hold that tide of change back all the time. And that's quite often why the tsunami seems to be hovering a bit offshore or never actually seems to reach you. So, and again, it goes back to, to Mark's dream about his house. So in this dream, Mark, you're trying to connect with a deeper part of your identity. And what the tsunami symbolizes for both of you is the realization that you have a far deeper emotional power than you usually connect with. And if you can tap into that and actually channel the power of the tsunami rather than just worrying about what might happen when you engage with your emotions, then you can start to do some really powerful transformations in your waking minds. Right. There you go. Well, thank you. Before you, before you go in, we won't take up all your time, but we've just got some a bit, a bit more odd uh, dreams here for you that people have tweeted in. I've got one here from uh, Tom Gregory who says, 
I was allowed to the top of a high-tech building by Richard Branson, and floor turned into an elaborate slide that took me back to the bottom. Yeah, so this is another, yes, it's another building dream. So the the building's all about character. So Tom has had the invitation, probably something in his professional life, to to go up through different levels in his professional life. And that's probably why Richard Branson's showing up in it. So Tom's got the opportunity to elevate his professional life. But he's really worried that when he gets to the top, he um, you'll feel really insecure and slide all the way back down to the bottom. So rather than worrying about sliding all the way back down to the bottom, he just looks how he can go higher and higher. So maybe next time, ask Richard for a shot of one of his helicopters and head for an even higher building. Okay, some good advice there. Thank you, Ian. Well, we won't take up any more of your time. Thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you, Ian. Ta-da. Bye-bye. Bye. There you go. Ian Wallace there, dream expert. Yeah. Heavy stuff. Yeah, like I'm trying to think what part of my character that I need to tap into to make me a better stand-up. What do you think that is? I thought maybe perhaps uh, your Tai Chi. My Tai Chi? Yeah. Taekwondo, you you mean? Oh, whatever. They're very different. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry, (laughs) I just thought it was another, like it's ninja, karate, taekwondo. I can't keep up. Right, uh, but taekwondo, you put that in your act. How impressive would that be? One night a comedian who then suddenly does roundhouse (laughs) kicks. Imagine that, Milton Jones with (laughs) backflips. But how would that, that's not funny though, is it? What, a backflip? No, I can't do a backflip. I, I always thought, why has a comedian never done a backflip? Really? Like, in, in his or her act. But isn't it showing off, and then that's not funny, because you're meant to be someone that can't do stuff like that, aren't you, as a comedian? Well, I don't know if you're doing an act out and get hit by a car. <laughs> you actually <laughs> did a backflip. It'd be brilliant. Yeah. Oh. They go, so did that help you? There? Were you expecting well, such it, an intense I don't know if it analysis of your dream? Well, no. I don't know if it helped as much, but it's nice to know what yeah. it all means, didn't it? So now that when I have different dreams, I'll be able to sort of, oh, that's the building. So, so, that's my how, so next time you're in a house, you go, oh, this is me. Yeah. There you go. So if you're in a big sort of Empire State Building, you go, oh, I feel big. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There you go. Lots of character. Lots of character. Um, okay. Well, there you go. We hope, we hope that helped the listeners. I didn't want to go on for too long. Yeah. 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 There you go. Very interesting stuff, though. <laughs> interesting stuff. You were so awkward. At the beginning. Yeah, you know, beginning, you know why I was amazing. awkward? Hang on. He went, he went, like, it's lovely to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello. And you went, thank you. Like, <laughs> you, meant, you meant to say hello. But you'd already answered. And I, so I didn't want to say exactly the same thing as you'd said. We're talking to both of us. We could both say thank you. I'll tell you what, what I haven't. I think it happened last week when Paul McCaffrey was on. Yeah. I haven't mastered this three-way conversation thing. It's, I find it really uncomfortable. Conference calling. It yeah. is difficult. It's weird. I'm not, not sure when to pop in and say what. And you can't say the same thing as you. No, that is pointless. But you can't... If someone's saying hello, you can say hello. <laughs> but then when I started telling the story, you started pissing yourself, laughing. Yeah, I, I was I, under I, the desk. Yeah, and I was trying not to laugh. I know. And I was trying to tell the story. And he was being, you know, he yeah, was, know. He was taking his job very seriously, which is good of yeah, him to do. Yeah, and if I started laughing, then he'd think we're a bunch of jokers. So We to, are uh, a bunch of jokers. The amount of times I had to stop myself from butting in. <laughs> yeah, and behaving. Mm. Right, there you go. He's a nice man, though, wasn't he? Very nice man. There you go. A bit of character analysis for yeah. you there, Ian. Um, we could look at. We could just. We could look at some other dreams ourselves throughout the show. And we'll what pepper we, it. What we so think it, it means. Exactly. Now that we know a bit. Yeah. You know, we're experts I, now. I feel like Dream we experts. Are. Mark Simmons, Sean Walsh. Um, so look, it's a news show. It's the news-ish radio show. Let's look at the front pages. Yeah. Um, before we do, just quickly, uh, today is hashtag 
Mean Girls Day, apparently. Now, I don't know what that means. I think it might just be because Mean Girls, the film, was released today, several years ago. Could mean average girls. What? Oh, they're a little pun. Little joke. Mark Simmons there. Very clever. Very good. So, Mark, um, obviously, we will be respectfully ignoring the uh, devastating attack in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. We'll be moving on to lighter news. But uh, broadsheets, most of the broadsheets, obviously, this keeps on happening now. This is in theme. This is the running storyline in broadsheet world, is Boris Johnson heading for the hot seat. Uh, yeah. It's going against what Theresa May is saying. You know, her policy is going, no, we shouldn't be doing it like that. We should be doing it another way. Yeah. So that's generally across the broadsheets. How's that going to get in her job? Well, it's putting her under pressure. Right. I, what I don't understand is uh, why Boris Johnson hasn't just been sacked. Now, lots of ministers are coming out. Uh, Hammond, the health secretary, I think um, Amanda Rudd has come out and said... Is it, no, Amber Rudd has come out and said, you know, he should be sacked. Lots of ministers coming out saying Boris Johnson should be sacked. I don't know why he's not been sacked. Can they just be sacked then? Th- yes, Just I for think disagreeing so. with someone. They can't well, you, not. Yeah, but if you're, you're... She's the boss. She's prime minister. They're yeah. going out going... She's saying, basically, we should wait five years until um, we completely leave the EU. So uh, within those five years, right, we're going to stick with the way things are to help the transition yeah. so that we don't have to rush things, basically, mm. right? Boris Johnson's come out and gone, no, not five years, it should be two years. 2019, we should be fully out, we shouldn't be using any of their laws, etc. Right. right. So is he hoping that the public are going to agree with him? Yes. And then push for him to be the main man? Well, what will happen, perhaps, yeah, the, you know, poll, you know, they start doing polls and people want Boris Johnson as Prime Minister as opposed to her, that will put pressure on her to resign. Right. If it gets to the, the next election... People won't vote for her. Then, if it looks like they're starting to vote for Corbyn, that'll put pressure on her to resign. Basically, yeah. what you want to do is make it look like she's doing the wrong thing, mm. so that she will have to step down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go, and that's generally across the papers. But we don't want to keep talking about that. No. Boris Johnson hogging the limelight. Oh, BJ. There you go. The other big news is, uh, again, across all the broadsheets from The Guardian to The Times, and I got the eye because I was in a rush, um, is, of course, the end of Monarch Airlines. Oh, yeah. Big news. Did you hear about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw it in the sun. You saw it in the sun. So uh, it's here. I'll be reading from The Times for now. Uh, Monarch Passenger Rescue Plan hatched a month ago. So basically, this is about the fact that the government, they suspect, knew about this, right. knew that this was imminent, knew that this was going to happen, and didn't go public with it. So more than 700,000 air passengers caught up in the chaotic collapse of Monarch Airlines faced losing hundreds of pounds as it emerged that the government knew the company was in serious trouble a month ago. 700,000. Wow. So hang on, so the, the government are the ones that are saving everyone? The, well, the way it's working is the Civil Aviation Authority said that only one in 20 people affected by the demise of, British, uh, of Britain's fifth biggest airline would get an automatic refund under the government-backed, yeah. it's called the ATOL scheme. So, yeah, the government have backed it, so yeah. You know they're saying it's the fifth biggest one, like that's a big deal? Yeah. I don't think I could name more than five. Okay. I don't think I could name... Uh, what, five British... British, so British Airways, number is one. Is EasyJet? British, I reckon. Yeah. Ryanair, British, is it? Is That's it? Irish. Yeah, but which... What? Which what Northern Irish. I, I'd say, I think it's the Republic. Oh, so that's not British? No. That's two, then. Virgin? British, yeah. Yeah, Richard Branson? Yeah. So you've got three? Yeah, Monarch? Yeah. 
Oh, I can't on. think of any. So it's like the worst one. Uh, so but Flybe? Is Fly that British? B. Oh, yeah, it could be. Could be British. We'll find out for you later. Stay tuned. We'll find out if Flyby <laughs> is a British airline. But still, it's only five, and it's the fi- only the fifth biggest. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's the worst one. So, yeah, it's a big deal. <laughs> it's not unusual. They're selling it like it's a big deal. But, yeah. I've I've never, think, I don't think I've ever had a Monarch flight. I have. Have you? Yeah. I was on a Monarch flight when you could smoke on planes. What? Yeah, what do you mean, what? You could smoke on... When could you smoke on planes? You are joking me. You, you didn't know this. You could... No way. Oh, you're such a numpty! Never, well, that's not being a numpty. Come why would you smoke on planes? Oh, Isn't hang it? on. Justin, FlyB is a low-cost airline and the largest independent regional airline in Europe based in Exeter, operating more UK domestic flights than any other airline. Boyakasha! There you go. There you go. So, you learn something new every day, especially for listening to football radio. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on. So when they used to smoke on the planes, right? Yeah. What is? Would the smoke then go outside? What? No. What? Open the window. Yeah, what my are you point on is, about? My point is, you can't just let everyone smoke in the whole place. They must have just been full of the smoke. Lee Evans used to do material about it. No. Yeah, like you could know what happened is you, it was like it's like a kid. It was like a, um, a school bus. Teenagers, you'd smoke at the back of the plane, so the smokers would be at the back of the plane. They'd smoke, and it didn't matter if you sat at the front anyway. You'd have to breathe in the smoke. That's weird. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Did they? Well, no, we might be talking more. Our producers walked in. Oh, I've not, I've not turned myself up properly. I've been a bit low. Yeah, I thought that. I, I wasn't sure, but they they sorted it out. Good, no, there you go. Team. Sort of back. I'm louder. Yeah. Than ever. Probably a few people aren't too happy about that. But yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. So I could smoke. Well, you I could. could. I wasn't smoking. How old were My you parents were smoking. Happened? Like ten. No way. So like, not, yeah, nineteen ninety-five. You could smoke on a plane. I would have been on a plane then, and I don't think I, think, I don't remember people smoking. That's yeah, madness. But your parents are square, mate. <laughs> Mine are rock and roll. <laughs> they had a marble rent at the back of the plane, haven't it? I can't believe that was allowed. That's why some planes still have ashtrays in the arm. What? Of the seats? No, yes! they don't. What are you doing? Well, there's no plane that old. Yeah, no, there are. Pl- don't get on that why plane. Do, what I don't understand is why do they still have the no smoking signs on a plane? Who doesn't know? Who's lighting up a fag on a plane? Yeah. You might as well have loads of signs up on the plane. Well, to be fair, if do there, there is mean, an no, ash- no murdering. If there's an ashtray, then that might give them the impression that they might be allowed to smoke. Yeah. But why put no, what I don't understand like like train stations no smoking in that we know it's been banned for like ten years more than do you know what I mean yeah 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 oh I've just uh, nicked nicked a sandwich you can't do that mate well there's no sign saying don't nick a sandwich yeah yeah you should know you should know the law you should know the law oh there you go so basically that's what I thought about the law once right that's I, what you thought wait, about the law no, once I've, this is no, amazing no, no, I've never I want to get Ian Wallace <laughs> to come back on and see if he can analyse your daydreams no no like I you what I forgot what we were talking about. Oh my what are we god! Talking about? What are we talking we're about? We're talking about Monarch like, Airlines you going bust. Bringing Ian up, and I forgot. Wait, 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 no, the law, the law. Every time That's I mention Ian about. Wallace, you lose your bottle. But, but I do. He's made me a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> um, no, the law. I don't yeah. know all the laws. Okay. What so how? So if I break one, how do I? Why can I? Why am I being punished for something I didn't know I was doing wrong? <laughs> Do you know all the laws? I, I don't. But what, I, I, just the general ones. And normally there are signs that sort of help you out if you're, be unsh- if you're unsure. Yeah. Like, don't climb over this fence. Is that against the law? Depends where it is, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I still think okay. that's a valid point. Well, we'll, well, well, I'll try and find, whilst we play a song, we're going to play a song now. I need a break. It's too heavy, this. Yeah. Companies going bust. <laughs> Dream analysis. 
Just gonna have to put on some Blink 182. But yeah, sorry, it's another Blink 182 song. Blink 182. Um, what are we having this week? Blink 182. It's going to be Adam's song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we'll come back. I just want to talk a little bit more about uh, Monarch Airlines before we move on to Mark's tabloid news. Uh, news, tabloid news. <laughs> but man, before we do, let's listen to Blink 182. Food Bar Radio presents. I've never had a nosebleed, and I don't know whether that's weird. It's a good start to a show, isn't it? <laughs> Why are you distressed about that? Oh, because I saw someone with one, and I thought, oh, I wonder what that feels like. Do you want me to punch you in the nose? In a way, yeah. Okay. But I, I don't. I, no, I don't. I could probably make your nosebleed without punching you. I could probably do it like... Stare at it. No, no, no. I don't mean using the force. <laughs> I could probably do something to your face to make your nosebleed no, no, I don't without want it, it being today. A, a violent punch. I'd like it to be when I'm at home and I've got a change of clothes. So, uh, five minutes into the show, and you're essentially inviting me around your house to punch you in the face. Yeah, I wish I could say you were the first girl to do that. <laughs> Every Monday, Ian Boltzworth from 2 p.m. Fubar Radio. There you go. Check it out. Uh, Mark, before we crack on with the news, yep. uh, let's just analyse a dream. Oh, yeah. For, for the other people that have tweeted in. Uh, Amanda Seven here dreamt my cousin was getting married, but for some reason, she couldn't do the walking down the aisle bit, so I, I had to stand in for her, just for that bit, fully dressed up like a bride. In another dream... Well, was it, let's analyse that first. Yep. Sorry. Jealousy. Jealousy? Yeah. Okay. She wants to be the bride. So you spoke to Ian Wallace now. Yep. You're a bit of an expert yourself. Uh, he's got... I'd, I'd look on his Twitter. He's got 127,000 followers. People are interested in dreams, mate. They uh, want to know. He's a best-selling author of the Top 100 Dreams. The Top 100 Dreams? Yeah, it's like a book he must have wrote. He's lucky we've plugged his book on this. Oh yeah, he is. yeah. Well, he's come on, isn't he? He smashed nice. today. Yeah, very nice. So come on, let's. So uh, there's no building involved. How many more followers do you reckon to get after playing? Oh, easily. He'd definitely be verified now if he's not already. Is he verified? No, he's not verified. There you go. He's going to get a blue tick. You come on this show, you get a blue tick. How it works. <laughs> uh, so there we go. So there's no water. He's not talked about water. He's sorry. He talked about water. He said it's very common in dreams. Oh yeah. There's no water here. No. It's just she clearly just Amanda clearly wants to have it off. With, with her cousin's husband. <laughs> Filthy. <laughs> Filthy, Amanda. My God. Honestly. Uh, there we go. We hope that helped, Amanda. Ho- yeah. Helped you think about yourself, get to know yourself more when you're asleep. Uh, so, there you go. Um, Mark. Yeah. It's tabloid news, mate. Tabloid. What's going on in the world of the red top? Um, so, in the Sun newspaper? No, the Daily Star. Uh, basically, a spirit has been caught on camera in a pub. So it's, it's eh? a spirit, like a ghost. Oh, right, yeah, because you get spirits in pubs. Oh, yeah, of course you do, yeah. yeah. No, there no, this go. is like a ghost Oh, one. a little pun, like you, That's really nice. Oh. My little chuckle. Yeah, That's there you go. Um, yeah, so, yeah, he's... Uh, so, so basically, loads of weird stuff have been happening in this pub. Yeah. And then he set up some camera, and, and like some camera. Yeah. <laughs> some cameras. Yeah. And when he got this feeling that there was something like an entity yeah. around, yeah. He, he, he sort of pressed go and then watched the footage back. And there's, it was like, so, there's I like did a, something happen? Yes. Yeah, yeah, someone there. There's a sort of a, like a sort of ghost like figure. I'll show the camera. Okay. If that was real, yeah. do you not think that would be on the front pages of. Every newspaper. Well, the things you can't, can't prove it's real. That's the trouble. Right. Yeah. And that's where it all sort of falls down a bit. It does. And there's so much you can do with, like, cameras and... Photoshop. Fo- classic. Well, you don't Photoshop. even have to go on Photoshop. We all say no. photo. I mean, just go on Instagram. I you mean, can that- start drawing on your own pictures. Yeah. I mean, that could just be his finger over the lens. Yeah. 
There you go. This you is ever, fantastic for the radio listeners. Have you ever seen a ghost? Have I seen a ghost? Yeah. I think I, I thought I saw a ghost. Really? Yeah. Where? In my early... T- I must have been, I don't know, 11-ish. Right. And I saw... And I think this was before the film Signs. Have you seen the film Signs with um, uh, Mel Gibson? Yes. Directed by when, M. Night when, when, uh, crop, crop circles and stuff. Can you, can you say the director of... Um, M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> I, that, I can never... I, I never know how it's pronounced, so Sh- I always Shyamalan. just go Shyamalan. Um, anyway. Crop circles and all that. Probably a bit racist there. Um, crop, <laughs> yes, the crop circles one with Mel Gibson. Yeah. Do you remember the, what the aliens look like in that? No. They're just like, sort of... They look like... Do you remember what the dummies look like in Power Rangers? Do you remember the dummies that the Power Rangers used to fight? The really easy ones to destroy. They were sort of ah, clay men, just in sort of body, tight like body foot suits. Foot soldiers in turtles. Yeah. Were they? What, yes! <laughs> yes! Yeah? Yes! So just basically wearing a tight sort of swimsuit. <laughs> but right, so that's what the ghosts look like, right? Just like a man in a swimsuit. Right. Or wetsuit, what's it called? Wetsuit. Yeah. Yeah, but with red eyes. What? Where did you see this? Behind my television. What? Yeah. Behind your television? I think so, yeah. What? How do you think so? Like, well, you just never know. know, do you? Yeah, of course you do. It's, it's a guy with red eyes staring at you. Yes, but ghosts could it be? aren't real, or well, we don't think they're real. So I've never. So se- you just go. I can't have seen that. I must be tired. Well, had you just seen the film? No, I, this is before Signs. This is before the film. Oh. But I'm saying when I saw Signs, I was like, that looks like the ghost I saw. Wow. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. Your television, that's quite close. That's quite scary. It was really close. I yeah, had, I've never, I, I was scared. I've never seen a ghost, but I had a ghosty experience in the cottage. You've not seen a ghost, but you had a ghosty experience. Yeah. Ghosty. I don't know if I've told you about this. You've definitely not told me about this. So it was quite late in the cottage. This is like a 500 year old cottage, so there's a good chance there's something weird going on. Yeah. And I was sitting in the living room, and then uh, in the other room on the table, my bag had been sitting on the table for hours, right? And all of a sudden, just falls off the table. Excuse me, are you saying that this is a supernatural story because your bag fell off a table? Have I not got something? Hang, hang on, there's more to it. If you say it gets better, it better get better. It does. Because before, it was just my bag fell off a table. Yeah. I mean, if that's yeah, spiritual, yeah, I'm the, living in the underworld. Yeah, but it's been on there ages. It shouldn't fall off. It's been sitting in, on the table what for ages. What are you on about? How can a bag fall off if there's no one in there? What? How can the bag fall off a table when it's been sitting because on there for the, ages? the weight inside has moved, finally moved. How's it moved? It, just the weight is finally... If you nah, to, if it, your argument's faulty here, mate. No, what are you talking about? Anyway, you, okay, you, I, can't, I love that you on. think it's unbelievable that a bag has fallen off a table. Hey, it's been on you there need hours. to see Star Wars. It's going to blow your mind. All right, that's... Well, that's... Ridiculous. Right. Um, so, and then I thought, all right, it's a bit creepy. Because there's loads of creepy stuff that happened before that. I went into uh, that room. And I thought, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Just getting out of here. So I turned the light, and then, boof, all the lights, bang, went out. Massive energy surge. Very dramatic storytelling, Mark. Thank you. And then, bang, all the lights went out. <laughs> <laughs> but, wow, I feel like I'm one of those like, haunted tours. But, yeah, but oh, come on, that's, that's, that's weird, isn't it? Yes. Yeah? So, uh... So, I thought then I'd go, st- go straight to bed, right? Anyway, about a month later, I was talking yeah. to uh, my mum. Yeah. And she said, have you had any weird things happen in, in the house since that, that weird bag incident, right? And I was like, no, nah, strangely, nothing's happened. The like, weird bag incident. Yeah, she might not have worded it like that. The anyway, weird bag incident. Anyway, anyway. So then she said, well, Mr. So, um, Mr. Your stepdad. What's your mum's name again? I apologise. Don't you even no, there. What is... <laughs> 
So what's that? It's Jan. Jan, sorry, Jan. I just uh, apologise uh, for calling you a whore last week. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Carry on. Um, so anyway, so she said to me, "Oh, your, your stepdad said it wasn't going to sort of tell you this, but so basically." Uh, there was this crystal ball that his grandmother right there's a crystal ball but how have you not told me this is ridiculous it's not ridiculous you're telling me you lived in a haunted house yeah I think so so there's this crystal ball right that uh, basically that his grandmother used to use and used to believe in right what do you mean use like sex toy no what no, just like look into and do, do you, stuff. I don't know. What do you do with a crystal ball? You sort of. I don't know. That's what I'm asking like, you. It's like his great 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 grandmother, like used to into, into magic and stuff. Okay. And look the, into the future. Maybe. Yeah. Like Mystic Yeah, It must be. Wave your hand over it. Yeah. And uh, then look into the future. Yeah. A bit like the 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 Wicked Witch of the East or West. Can't remember. Does it Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Right. Yes, like that. So that's anyway, not actually the future. That's just to see what's happening in other so when, bits of Oz. So when he heard about the weird things going on, right? Um, he then went into the, the cottage, took it, the crystal ball, out of the house, yeah. and put it in the barn, right? <laughs> so it's away from the house. Since then, nothing weird's happened. Oh, my God. What? Well, what happened to the barn? Surely well, now the barn's haunted. Yeah, but I don't go in there, so it's fine. Well, who's in the barn? Well, no one. Just, like, wood. <laughs> oh, so there's no animals? No, no, no. It's less wood and, cho- and like, tools. There you go. Maybe we'll get a haunted, uh, like a sort of ghost expert next on time. next week. Yeah. And they can tell us more about what that might mean. Brilliant. See whether or not you do really have a haunted crystal ball. I think all that stuff adding up means it is haunted. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just a bag falling off a desk. But what, um, so what paper was that in, by the way? What, my. St- oh. No, oh, the, 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 ghost, the oh, original ghost that. story. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mark, get uh, it together. Daily Star. The, that was at the Daily Star. So uh, pick up the Daily Star today if you want to read more about that, and you see the that, picture. that ghost story. And you'll get to see the picture. You can always show the picture to our webcam. I did earlier. If you're listening live, you can watch us live. Can you watch? Can you watch us live? You can't watch us live. No, These no. will just be clips to help advertise the show. Okay. <laughs> Which you would have already listened to. So pointless me going on. Right. It's now time for Mark Simmons. Yeah. Mark Simmons, Joke of the Week. Joke of the Week. Lovely. So after the Monic flight cancellations, I feel that someone should be punished. But it's okay because I read that they've been grounded. Boom. There you go. Awesome. You're welcome. Good work. Thanks, mate. It's now time for... Le- oh, did you feel the rumble? Yeah, it felt like a... What was that? Sorry, that was terrifying. Did you feel that rumble? It's like a... Hu- like oh, an my God. It wasn't an earthquake, was it? I, I just thought we are all going to die. News. I just thought we are all going to die. There's oh. two people outside just walking normally as if nothing's happened. But I have... <laughs> Absolutely cacked it. Really? I, t- I thought that's it, it's the end. Weren't you joking? I thought, no. I thought, I thought, I, I, no, I thought Kim Jong un had, had just done it and, and nuked us, and that was us. <laughs> I'd you? love to see my face. <laughs> I'd love to see my face back. I wasn't that panicked. Can we, what? Sorry, can we find out what. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we've just been told that what it was is that they were just moving furniture next door. <laughs> and you thought it was Kim Jong-un. <laughs> I hate it when Kim Jong-un moves furniture about. <laughs> so, yeah. He's not... Oh, my God! 
Yeah, Kim, oh. Kim, Kim Jong-un isn't targeting oh. food bar radio. God, I, need to, I need to sleep more. I need to get more sleep. Someone's moving <laughs> furniture and I think it's the end of the world. Okay. All right. But back in the room. Back in the oh room. I wonder God. what Ian Wallace would have to say about that. Whew, he's uh. also a psychologist, by the way. Um, okay, look. That's the end of that. It's now time for... <laughs> <laughs> Local news. Sandra, have you heard the bill from down the road has got an extra car? It's double parking it in the road, taking up all the room. It's local news. We're going to be speaking to uh, my mum now for local gossip. Hello, mum. Mum? Oh, no, what have I done? I've done something wrong. I don't know. Where's mum? I'm always... What is wrong with me? Oh, this is the best bit of the show as well. This is everyone's favourite. Mum, yeah. hello. Oh, no! Where is she? Maybe she was hurt in the, in the furniture <laughs> incident. Maybe. Where is, do we know where she is? Is my mum? Shall I do got? my local newsletter while we're waiting? Good date. Mark Simmons thinking on his feet. Bang! That's what I want. More of this next yeah. week. Just Mark Simmons taking control. <laughs> Come on. Right, uh, so it's Mark's uh, newsletter yep. where Mark we'll, tells us we'll, the local news from Wheelbarrow Town, where yeah. he grew up. So, uh, from a couple of weeks ago, there's an update on the uh, notice board, Sean. Um, people still aren't closing the right-hand door properly. What? Um, what? Know, the notice board from a couple of weeks ago. Could you explain the notice board for people who don't know what a notice board is? No one doesn't know what a notice D- board def- is. People that live You're, in the city. You are the only person. Normal there are notice people, boards in the city. Normal people. Outside that, churches. That live in the city. Don't know what a notice board that is. That is absolute rubbish. Of course they know what a notice board is. Absolutely not. Really? I'm not having it. Weird country folk that need to, like, that leave, <laughs> that have newsletters like yeah, this. Yeah, so we can find out about a notice board. <laughs> so, okay, a notice board is something that a board that is put outside like a village shop or something. Okay. And then you put notices in there for the village people to, uh, not the village people, but the, uh, the, the village-ers. Cool. can uh, find out what's been going on and someone keeps leaving the right hand door open and this time they're going right. to I remember this. this wasn't this happening a couple of weeks ago yeah 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 they're still doing it you're still doing it oh my uh, god those criminals in Wilborough town uh, see that the problem is they don't know what the law is they don't exactly they, they don't, don't know, know it's illegal to leave a, yeah I told you um, and they've given a bit more sort of detail in can you pr- please use proper drawing pins uh, and not peg pins to secure notices. I don't even know what a peg pin is. A peg pin? Yeah. As opposed to a drawing pin? Yeah. Which one's a drawing pin again? The, the, the spiky one that you stick in. Oh, yeah. Sharp one. But yeah. I don't know what a peg pin is. Okay, well, we'll find out for the listeners, if they don't know, and we'll describe a peg pin to you. Yeah. You're listening to Food Bar Radio. <laughs> this is exclusive for uh, the news show. And Descriptions it- of peg pins. <laughs> Go. And if the door won't close properly, please check the bolt is repositioned correctly <laughs> and that there are no obstructions. <laughs> so, I mean, they've, they've they spelled it out. Like, if they're still doing it by next week, there's some issue going on there. Okay. Someone's doing it on purpose. All right. So, all right, if you're listening, stop it. Yeah, there you thanks, Sean. Have we got your Peg pin is yet? actually the one. Oh, my mum's not. I don't think my mum's going to be on the show. Sadly, what? I don't know what's happened. Probably no signal in the oh. bit of the house or something. Can, can you hear that? She's not very good with All phones. Those people tuning out. I know. I know. The peg pin, by the way, it's the one where you get you get them. The, 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 it's, it's the it's the pin where you like put up notes with. Ah, oh, like it's got a little longer, sort of colour. It's longer. It's like a longer handle thing. I can't believe we're describing <laughs> a pin. <laughs> yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. look really skinny. Wonder why you can't use those. Uh. They're easier to get in and out, aren't they? Yes. Oh, maybe they're blocking the window because they're longer. When you shut the door, maybe it's, it's hitting the glass. I don't want to talk about this anymore. 
It's over. Right, so basically, oh, we're, we're getting told why, actually. Is be- yes, said, it is, yeah. because they stick out too much. Yeah. There you go. Well done. Very good today. Very yeah. investigative. I'm quite sharp today. Yeah. Very good. I think they- I'm tapping into that characteristic oh, that, nice. that I've been sort of hiding from. Yes. Do you reckon that's what it is? You Taking are. charge. Maybe that's what I don't do enough. Now you're becoming the full Mark Simmons. The yeah. Mark Simmons we've always wanted. Yeah. The complete Mark Simmons. <laughs> oh, it feels good. Wow. It's quite intimidating. It's very... Are you right? I'm, I'm. I feel intimidated. Yeah. But you sort of, you now seem like a bigger person. Oh. There you go. Big Thank a, you. Be in a bigger house next time. All down to Ian Wallace. Let's have a look at uh, another dream that you tweeted in, uh, the listeners. Here, one here from Dil Ruba. I uh, hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. It's I had Dil Ruba. I went to school with her. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did. Did I pronounce that correctly? You said you said it in two, whereas it's just in one. Oh, it's just Dil Ruba. Yeah. Oh well, I think you're wrong here, because there it's Dil. Capital D I L and then capital R U B A. Yeah. So, Dil Ruba. There you go. Dil Ruba. Um, quick dream. I had this weird dream that I woke up and was pouring white paint, liquid, oh. into my cereal instead of milk. Mm. Uh, dreamt that about three times. So freaking weird. <laughs> says Dil Ruba. That's interesting because milk is the same colour as white paint. So, I yeah. think. That means that. Well, it's tra- certainly changed something in your life. Yeah, change something. That's change what, maybe something. change milks. Maybe, maybe you're using skimmed milk. It's too thin. You want a thicker milk yeah. uh, that uh, like is more milk. like paint, like whole milk. Change your milk, Dill. For uh, uh, go for full fat milk. <laughs> I hope that's helped. <laughs> you're listening to Mark Simmons and Sean Walsh, the Dream Experts. Now, my mum. Has finally picked she's up. She's here. She's oh, here. Yes. There you go. Let's see if she's still here. Mum? Hello. Hello. What happened there? I don't know. I just got an engaged signal all the time. Weird. Weird. But anyway, it's all okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Fine. Uh, so, Mum, it's yeah? uh, it's local gossip. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Um, what, what's, uh, why have right. you gone, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's that mean? Uh, why do well, you sound down uh, about let it? Let me just mention one thing yeah, before yeah. I start. Yeah, sure. Is a, a happy birthday to Rebecca. Yes. I hope she's having a great time today. That's my other half. And good luck, hmm. everyone, at the Ahoy Sailing Club uh, for Sunday, the 8th of October. This is for Auntie Shuey doing the Auntie rowing for charity. Shuey, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, are you going? I found out that I'm actually in Ireland doing a little oh. mini tour, so I can't do it. I know. Oh, I'll text dear. her and apologise, but yeah, I will do. see her soon. It's awful. Yeah, going will. If you could just text me and remind me to donate some money, I will do that. Anyway, this yeah. is not what the listeners want, Mum. Tell no, us the local that's gossip. It. All right. What's going on? Okay, well. Great news, great news. The Dingles have gone away on holiday to the Isle of Dogs. The Isle of Dogs? Isn't that in South London? Well, that's where they go every year. I I think you're thinking of the wrong place. Isle of Dogs is in South London, isn't it? No, it's the Isle of Dogs. That's where they go every year. Isle of Dogs is in in South London. Well, that's where they go. On holiday? yeah, okay. yeah, and it was so funny because everyone was looking out the windows and we saw this fleet of, like, rusty old vans. And then they all came pouring out of their bungalow, which looks like a shack, about 30 of them. 
and uh, I could see everyone looking and laughing. And I thought, what, you know, what's going on? And um, when they started going up, driving up the road, someone suddenly sprayed retards on the back <gasps> of their back. <laughs> Mom, you can't! Oh my God! You can't! No, you can't! Everyone was Mom. just fit. No. Oh, it was so funny. Yeah. So, so anyway, you know, brilliant. So, it's just for future reference, yeah. you know that R word you used earlier? Yeah. Yeah. You can't say that. Can't you? Well, no. that's what it in America, they're allowed to say it, and they can say it in American films and in American stand-up. But for, for, you can't say it in England. It's oh, like right. using, well, you know, like you know the um, other, other words. words. Well, I've said it now, so what can I do? No, nothing. Just, just don't say it again. But I understand what you mean. Well, you. I mean, not that you were saying it. No, that I got wasn't sprayed saying it. No, I know. Somebody sprayed it on <laughs> the back of their van. <laughs> and, who, uh, who could have done it that? Is, anyway, you know, it's great. Away for a week. Who could have done that, brilliant. Mum? Mum, just be honest. Yeah. Just what? be honest, because you know this is a radio show. We want this to be a truthful, open, honest radio yeah. show. Did you spray that on the Dingles van? No, I didn't, but I'd love to shake the person's hand that did it. <laughs> well, we all would. We all would. It's brilliant. So, so what have you been doing with your time that, that they've got away? You feel more relaxed? The neighbourhood oh, is a, is a happy place? Everyone's happy. Well, like... Someone was thinking of throwing a street party, you know. Wow. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's, it's really nice. Hmm. Uh, oh, their bungalow is up for sale. What, so, what are you going on about bungs? So I'm a bit confused. No, because I, I grew dingles, up in this area. The dingles yeah. live in the bungalow down the street. Ah, right? right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Uh, it's the south side. That's yeah. so brilliant. You know, it's just like fingers crossed. Okay, great. Um, yeah. So what else? Oh, well, James. Well, why don't you? Uh, I've got an idea. You know, they've always got those cars out the front that are really yeah. sort of an eyesore. Yeah. Why don't you yeah. put some stuff in the way so that they can't? Put the no, cars back there no and come space. back. There is no space. Oh. It's just full of rusty old blimming cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's so funny because you've got extremes down this street. I mean, Auntie Shuey calls it Stella Street. Yeah. But because the other right. day Jade pulled up in her Ferrari. Oh, hang on, what? What? Yeah, she's got a Ferrari. What? Jade from next door's got a Ferrari. Yes. She's got a Ferrari. What you want? She has what? a Ferrari. So, so I grew, I grew up uh, living next door to the the Westons family. So yeah. Jade Weston has a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, and she's got a Range Rover as well. What does she do for a living? Um, I have no idea. Mm, sounds dodgy. Sounds very dodgy. The guy she's marrying is oh. like. You know, a millionaire. Well, then that's so. why. Why <laughs> are you surprised that she's got a Ferrari? That's why she's got a Ferrari because he's a millionaire. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, and but the wedding, it's on and off, on and off because she can't get the right venue. Oh right. Um, she wants something like Downton Abbey, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, big, big high scale. And she's having nice. Sam Smith plan at the wedding. What? Uh, yeah. That's yeah. unbelievable. I know. Oh are, you I know. Go, are, you go, are you going? Well, I haven't been invited. Oh, Jane oh. listens to the show. 
Well, Jade, come on now. I need the invitation. <laughs> come you on, know. Jade. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got a Ferrari uh, and a Land Rover. Invite my mum to the wedding. She loves dancing. I want to go to the wedding. Oh, I want to go to the we, wedding. Maybe we can report back about it. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh, we can plug it. We can yeah. try and get the discount. Know, yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, um, I mean, Angie, yeah. she's Jade's already mother. bought three. Yeah, she's already bought three wedding outfits, and probably, you know, there'd be like dozens of wedding outfits. Okay. Right. But so anyway, you've got it's so funny here because you've got like you know the Ferraris, and then you've got like rusty old blimmin', you know, pieces Dingles. of junk. But so that's. Uh, yeah. um, uh, what else? No, that's uh, fine, Mum. That's enough. That that's enough. The the Dingles are away on holiday, and yeah. Jade is having a very lavish wedding. That's on and off because they can't find the right venue. Keep us up. And the Dingles bungalow is up for sale, so it couldn't be better. Fantastic. And he could actually the millionaire could buy the bungalow and then make sure no one else horrible goes in. Yeah. Maybe they should do yeah, that. Exactly. That, yeah. Okay. Well, got to work on it. Got to work on yeah. it. Well, thanks, Mum. You can keep us updated with the uh, the wedding. That would be great. I will do, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any more news. No, that's great. Um, Perfect. Well, yes, yeah, so I'm meeting Auntie Shuey on uh, yeah. Sunday. Oh, no, so that's yeah. okay. great. Yeah. Um, Mum, I've got to play a song now. I've got to play a song. I'll make it a good one. Yeah, make okay. it a good one. I will. It's Pelican right, by then. the Maccabees. Well, lots of love, lots of love. Love, right, right, see you bye. 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 The Maccabees. Pelican. Mm. There you go. That's good, isn't it? Good song. Uh, so, uh, up now, it's time for... The weather. Now, before we go to our special guest, Tom Lucy, comedian Tom Lucy, uh, Mark, do you want to tell the listeners what the weather is in London? Just have a look or at North the London. Uh, actually, it's exactly the same as last week. It's got a bit of a purpley cloud. Okay, I don't understand this purpley cloud. I've never seen a purpley cloud in my there. life. It's just sort of... Like, great. Like it's, it's great. Like, oh, that's purple to me. It's, it's great. I've n- never seen a purple cloud. Uh, cloud. I've never seen someone draw a purple cloud. No. There's no such thing as a purple cloud. Wow. Okay? Isn't there? There's a grey cloud. Red sky at night, maybe, if it was... Forget it, forget it, forget it, okay? So there you go, it's cloudy in North London with a bit of blue sky. People always point that out, don't they, when it's cloudy? Well, it's a bit blue over there! Uh, right, let's crack on, let's talk to comedian Tom Lucy, a friend of both of ours. Hello, Tom. Hey, chaps, how are you? Very good, how are you? <laughs> I'm right, yeah. Hello, Tom. I've just been listening to the last ten minutes of your show. Why only the last ten what? minutes? Because I'm, I'm well... <laughs> What have you been doing I'm in, instead? I'm, I'm in Nando's. Oh, okay. oh in Nando's? Ah. I just stopped, just put a popped outside for this phone call. What are you having? Uh, double chicken wrap, chips, okay. macho peas, lemon and herb, two custard tarts. Not both for me, one for my friend as well. Lovely. Perry, perry, salt on the chips or not? Uh, no. No. Okay. Fair play. Uh, so, Tom, you might not know about this, but basically, the, earlier on in the show, we spoke to a dreams expert, Ian Wallace. And yeah. he we t- he taught us a bit about analysing dreams. Do you have any dreams, <laughs> uh, recurring dreams, any dreams recently that you can remember <laughs> that you want to discuss that we can help find the meaning of? Um, any recurring dreams? Or just any um, dream that you ever remember having, and we can help you find out what that meant. 
Well, I mean, I have the dream quite regularly that I think a lot of stand-ups have about the, the equipment breaking on stage. No, I've never, had, I've never <laughs> had that dream. What are you on about? <laughs> you have that dream. What's this dream? What equipment? Like Tell mic. us the dream. <laughs> equipment, yeah. All my props. What's your no, props? My, um, the microphone. You know, because I've had it before where the microphone just breaks. Yeah. And quite regularly I'll have a dream where I'm on stage in front of loads of people and the microphone just breaks. So is that a fear of happen. yours? Is that a fear? I think it started because it actually happened to me. Okay, but loads of stuff has happened to me as well that I don't dream about. Okay, well, so, I'm just being honest, Sean. Yeah, but, no, but, no, but I mean, like, I've had, you know, I've done lots of things, I've got on a bus, that doesn't mean I dream of getting on a bus. Yeah, but that's quite a, a normal thing to happen. Having a microphone break on stage... Was it a big gig? ...in front of a lot of people is not normal. So it this, was massive, yeah. Oh, it was a massive gig. Yeah. Okay, so... like 3,000 people. Oh, oh my, my God. God. What, that is and a lot of people. broke. And wait, what did you do? Um, what? Is this in the dream I, or in real life? This is, this is in real life. What right. actually happened is I shouted to the technician in the wings and he ran on with another mic, but it took about five minutes to plug it in and set it up. Ah, um, okay. And I felt too awkward to just stand on stage, so I just went in the wings. And Good idea. On stage and then went back on. Yeah. It was yeah. awful. And then what do you do but in I the do, dream? I, 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 in the dream, exactly the same thing happened. Okay, are you and sure? Just, just, like, just remembering. Yeah, you're just remembering things <laughs> in your dreams. dreams. <laughs> okay. I'm confused memories of dreams. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so what do you think about that? What does it mean, Sean? Uh, it means you've got a very good memory, very clear memory. There <laughs> right. you go, well right. done. This has been really useful. Good, no, we're, we're always here for you. You can call in any time. Um, <laughs> um, Tom? Also, your mum is the funniest person I think I've ever heard. Well, that's Why fantastic. Why is she not closing this show? Uh, because we've got you, because we've got Tom Lucy, mate. Yeah, I can't follow that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but yeah, everyone, it's... Every, natural charm. I'm, every comedian, I know, that's where I got it from. Um, look, Tom, I'm yeah, really well. sorry, because the show sort of overran, you've come yeah. on, we've analysed your dream, and, and basically we've got to go. But before you go, could you tell but us yeah. what the weather... That is it. Can you tell us the weather in Notting Hill? <laughs> but before we, wait, 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 wait. It's my favourite bit of the show. This is genuinely... This can follow my mum. The weather. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what's what's the, the weather, weather in Notting Hill? Nando's on Westbourne Grove yeah. is cloudy. Yeah. It, I can see in the distance there's some blue sky. I don't know, Sean, okay, if the blue sky is moving away from us coming towards us but there's blue in the distance oh, people always oh. look out for that I love that little bit where you try and work out which way the clouds are going Tom Lucy thank you for coming on the show I'll, I'll speak to you at some point probably see you at Thanks, Top Secret guys. cheers mate yeah. this is your song Thanks, it's Get the Party Started by Pink <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. 